Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. I'm your host, Precious D. My co-host, Honeybee, cannot be here this week due to a family matter. But never fear, I have a special role-playing game episode for you. And with me today is Nick Gralowicz from Deep Dark Games. Welcome to the show, Nick. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. So the reason you're here right now is because you got a Kickstarter going for a game called Home Mecha X Kaiju Map Making Tabletop RPG. Tell us a little bit about your game, Nick. Yeah, it's it's a real mouthful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so so Home is is like you just said a Mech and Kaiju Map Making TTRPG, and a lot of it's right there in the name, right? It's um. Uh, a tabletop role-playing game for folks who are familiar with things like D&D or many others. And you are a pilot of a mech, and you are trying to protect your home from a kaiju invasion. And in that process, you're going to build a mech, you're going to map the unknown, you're going to fight some kaiju, and you're going to try to save your home. But uh, that is not guaranteed in this game. I see here... The word playbooks, is this a Powered by the Apocalypse style game? A little bit. Um, I mean, I think it has some roots in the the Powered by the Apocalypse style thing where I've pulled, um, I've pulled at the concept of playbooks where you have a thematic kind of uh, a set of prompts, basically, that you're using to build your home, your pilot, and your mech. So, you know, for example, one person may may be the engineer playbook, which is all about prototypes and you know using advanced technology whereas another person may be the royal playbook and they're you know they're more of the traditional like they are duty bound to this they uh maybe you know are are a king or a queen or a prince or something and they have you know sacred armor and so these playbooks kind of give you a a thematic uh, element to lean into both in your creating of what you're doing but also um they give you a little bonus to some of the the moves that you can do, and uh, so to answer your original question, slightly PBTA um, in it, especially as well when you're rolling, there is like a, a fail, partial success, and a success. So, okay, what does it use two six sided like those games, or does it use something else? No, it's it's so it's more like um, more like a, like a Blades in the Dark style where it's actually using a D six dice pool. So um, okay. basically, your yeah, your sixes are your your you know your your full success. Uh, your um, uh, two sixes are your crit. Your five to fours are your partial success, and your one two threes, if they're your highest, are your failure. And there's a little spin on it though, in the sense that uh, there's two different 
color dice that we use. Um, one color is your boon dice, which is all of that, right? The highest die that you roll is, is kind of your outcome. And then there's a bane dice, which is an alternate color dice. And this kind of accumulates when uh, maybe your preparation goes poorly or you're going deeper and deeper into the kaiju realm. And it's obviously much more dangerous. And uh, whenever you roll those bane dice, if they match any of the boon dice that you've already rolled, they basically negate them. So it's kind of like a, you know, a way to uh, get rid of some of those dice as well. Okay. Uh, I want to explain a little to some of our listeners who are maybe not as deep into the role game. There's a, <laughs> oh, yes, a whole please. class of there's a whole class of games inspired by a game called Apocalypse World that are called Powered by the Apocalypse. And instead of having a a list of races and classes and various skills and powers and things like some other games, they have these playbooks and they will have and, and they it's kind of all that stuff wrapped into uh, an archetype. Um, mm -hmm. and those playbooks will have some options for you to check off to customize your character when you start. And then as you progress, you get to choose other things from the playbook, but it tends to have everything you need just all on one page and uh, everything from the original game to dungeon world, to the new avatar, the last airbender game to, uh, Yosagi Yojibo game uses that basic format and, uh, they tend to be a, a two e6 and then you add a modifier or subtract a modifier uh, but uh, mm -hmm. your game is a, is a dice pool a d6 dice pool which means that you uh, have a different number of dice you might be rolling depending on what it is that you're doing you would assemble your pool of dice uh, before you start and then uh, roll them and look for a particular outcome. is it a a total or is it a number of successes it's a it's the highest mm -hmm. um so you're just looking the for the highest die yep just okay. your highest. Yep. Okay. Some dice pools, folks, you add all the dice together. Others, only a five or a six is a success, or or in a more forgiving game, mm -hmm. a four, five, or six mm -hmm. is a success, and you would count up your number of successes. If it's a more difficult test, you might need more than one success in order to achieve it. So this mm -hmm. one, you're just whatever the highest one is tells you uh, how well you did. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's a good explanation, actually, of, of playbooks and, and rolling. Uh, yeah, well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, and that was all just off the cuff because pretty good. Too many games. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, is, is this your first game that you're designing? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I this is my first time uh, releasing a game. I've you know, like I think all game masters and whatnot, you've probably got a pile of partially hacked games and you know rule sets you know sitting around somewhere but uh this is the first one that i kind of uh really felt had enough legs to to bring it out and i wanted to to present it to to players um and so yeah this is this is my first time taking a swing at it um wanted to be a part of uh, uh zine month which is kind of a a, a month that kickstarter and and a bunch of other crowdfunding platforms uh are a part of and basically it's a bunch of indie TTRPG designers who are just trying to get cool games out there. And um, so this was a great opportunity to do so. Well, and I personally am not buying anything that Wizards of Those puts out for the foreseeable future. <laughs> so I am always looking to support the smaller game companies. Uh, we won't go into that whole thing right now. So if you, <laughs> you listen to some of our past episodes, you may have heard me complain about the whole thing. Or you can just well, you're lucky, it. right? Because there are, yeah, there's just so many good alternatives out there um from from big games you know there's there's great uh still large companies that are doing great games but there's so many good indie rpg designers that are 
um, focusing on like really niche uh, uh, yeah. parts of the gameplay, and that's just really cool. I don't know. There's just lots of places that you could spend your your hard-earned dollars on that don't have to be Wizards yeah. of the Coast. And and if you like that particular game, you can also play it using material from other companies. You don't have to give them yeah any of your money. Uh, yeah. Well, my uh, our longtime listeners have heard this already. Uh, last year at G Fest, I did a panel where I presented uh, kaiju in role play games, and uh, oh nice went through everything I was aware of at the time. And I was, I haven't heard yet. They haven't announced panels, but I submitted uh, a panel to do an update because enough stuff has come out since mm-hmm. that panel, enough new stuff this past mm-hmm. year that I can do an update with all new material. So. If I get that panel, this game will be included in that presentation. Oh, I love that. So I love that. I'd be I'd be really interested to see uh, what you thought of as like the the common types of kaiju games that are out there right now. If they have like a common theme um, or common gameplay mechanics, I'd be I'd be curious about that. Well, Nick, you and everyone else can watch that presentation on our YouTube yes. channel. <laughs> find a link to that on our website at mmftg.com. Love it. So why uh, why a kaiju game specifically? Is that something you've always been into? Is that one of your things? Um, I mean, I I love kaiju. I love Godzilla. I especially love Pacific Rim. Um, And so if I think of like, you know, the the primary influence for this would be definitely Pacific Rim. I I love that movie. I'm just going to pretend there was only one movie, but I love (laughs) that movie. And uh, it's just like other franchises. Oh yeah. Uh, the other ones are fine. They're good. And there, there was a Netflix like show afterwards that was, that was not too bad as yeah. well, but I love the idea of mechs. Uh, I love, I love the idea of Kaiju. I love these, these monsters that are so large that, um, you know, it, it's inconceivable how you're supposed to deal with them. I think that's a really cool concept. Uh, yeah. So it's definitely, I think my love from uh, Pacific Rim and then as I was doing a lot of research, I watched, you know, like I've watched Godzilla minus one and, and Shin Godzilla. And I'm, you know, I remember being a kid and watching the Godzilla, what is it? Godzilla 2000 or whenever that, that original movie that came out. Um, I don't know if folks like that one or not, but I liked it. I was a kid. I love that movie. So. Yeah, we've, we've covered that on the show uh, and uh, we gave it a good rating. I saw it in the theater when it was, when it was new. Yeah. That yeah. We're in that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you've had a chance to check out the show, but we make our way through the history of kaiju movies chronologically, and we are currently in mm-hmm. the millennium era. Yeah. We're in that period right now. Yeah, that's awesome. We'll be done with it pretty soon. So uh, do you have a particular favorite kaiju? I mean, I think, you know, if I was if I was to to say one of my favorite kaiju's, it would it would have to be I, I like the Pacific Rim kaiju because they're so um, animalistic in in how they react. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think if I had to pick one out of everything, I think I would pick Shin Godzilla, like from the what is it twenty sixteen mm-hmm. movie? That kind of yeah. almost detached version of Godzilla that is still so powerful, but kind of goofy, but just like literally infinitely powerful uh probably the best atomic blast in any any godzilla movie just i think that one that one would rank at the top of mine for sure yeah i found him unpleasant i i do not pick <laughs> I, I pick godzilla in general but not shin godzilla specifically interesting was, it's i think unpleasant's a good way to describe him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah i was like oh is when's godzilla gonna show up to fight this thing and then i was like wait what 
Yeah. <laughs> nope, that was it. What? Mm-hmm. what? Uh, but we haven't got to that movie yet, so we'll talk about. Oh, I can't wait for your listeners to. I can't wait for you to talk about it. Yeah, uh, I can't wait for my co-host's reaction. I just I don't know how it's going to land with her at all. I cannot predict. Oh yeah, it's also the movie itself, right? The movie's just so uh, cleverly done um, from a from a movie, but yeah. So, uh, Nick, is there anything else you want us to know about your game or the Kickstarter? Before yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think that, you know this is a this is a a game that's really about um, telling a story about survival and protecting your home. So, the the mech and the kaiju aspect are you know they're the they're the flavors, they're the things that are on the box, but it is also a kind of a story about about loss and and protecting your home and and it's not guaranteed that you're, you'll survive. So it's kind of one of those stories that it's cool to fight the kaiju and cool to be in a mech, but it's really looking at, you know, what does it look like when a, when your country is slowly eroded by, by kaiju. So if you want to tell more storytelling type game, it's a little less tactical, but if you want to go a little bit more storytelling, if you like the creative aspect of drawing on the map and, and uh, just seeing what happens with your home, um, I'd, I'd highly recommend checking it out. Well, we're going to put a link to that Kickstarter. It's got a few more days to go. It's going to wrap up on March 7th at 3 p.m. Central Time. And there's also a quick start available if you guys want to check that out first. Yeah, please do. Yeah, there's Yeah, there's there's a, there's a quick starter. I'm going to be releasing a, a little actual play with just myself going through um, one of the fronts is a solo version to show people what the gameplay is like. Uh, a couple other podcasts on there as well, but uh, would love would love if you checked it out. Well, I will certainly do that, and I urge my listeners to do the same. So, folks, that is Home Mecha X Kaiju, a map making tabletop RPG. Nick, thank you so much for joining me here today. Yeah, I really appreciate getting the chance. You're welcome. Folks, until next time, I have been Precious D. Remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements. Whatever you do, do not misuse science. We will not see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Rita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.